Hi everyone and welcome to Jola Speaks. Jola Speaks is intended to grow and equip us in our trust work with God. We all go through testings because we all go through seasons. No condemnation in Christ. God just loves us so much. Hi everyone. Welcome to another episode of Jola Speaks. Today is a great day because it is indeed the day that the Lord has made and we will rejoice and be gladdened and be glad by it. So thank you for joining today. Today we're going to be speaking about bravery. Bravery is not the absence of fear. It is doing it afraid anyway. And we're going to be looking at David when he um, decided to fight Goliath. I will be reading from 1st Samuel 17, 20-27 and also verses 32. I would encourage you to join with me. I'm going to read the NIV version of the Bible. So I read, Early in the morning, David left the flock in the care of a shepherd, loaded up and set out as Jesse had directed. He reached the camp as the army was set out to its battle positions, shouting the war cry. Israel and the Philistines drawing up their lines, facing each other. David left his things with the keeper of supplies, ran to the battle lines, and asked his brothers how they were. As he was talking with them, Goliath, the Philistine champion from God, stepped out from his lines and shouted his usual defense. And David heard it. Whenever the Israelites saw the man, they all fled from him in great fear. Now the Israelites had been saying, do you see how this man keeps coming out? He comes to defy Israel. The king will give great wealth to the man who kills him. He will also give him his daughter in marriage or will exempt his family from taxes in Israel. David asked the men standing near him, what will be done for the man who kills this Philistine and removes this disgrace from Israel? Who is this uncircumcised Philistine that he should defy the armies of the living God? They repeated to him that they had been saying and told him, this is what will be done to the man who kills him. Going on to verses 32, and he says, David said to Saul, let no one lose heart on account of this Philistine. Your servant will go and fight him. And I just want to just point out quickly, even though it's not part of the message today, that David saw an opportunity for elevation, right? Where the king was going to do X, Y, Z. The king was going to, you know, exempt his family from taxes, give him great wealth, and also give his daughter in marriage. But bear in mind that everybody else saw this opportunity, but didn't take it because of the fear of Goliath. Now, let me go into the message today, and I pray the Holy Spirit gives me the utterance to be able to um, speak as he has asked me to speak, in the way he asked me to speak, and the heart of those that he's speaking to in Jesus' name. Amen. So today we discuss boldness. And I really like a quote I saw from Nelson Mandela about uh, bravery. Bravery, boldness, bravery, boldness. And so before I, I start, I want to read this quote from Nelson Mandela. And he says, I learned that courage was not the absence of fear but the triumph over it. The brave man is not he who does not feel afraid, but he who conquers that. And here we're going to be discussing David, right? 
So David, as we read in the scripture, David, you know, went out to the war front to see his brothers and bring back war to his father. And now, obviously, his father had sent him there to be able to check with his brothers to see how they were doing and all that. He said they were fine. And obviously, he has heard stories about the war at the moment. Now, what did he see when he went to the war front? He saw how this Philistine will come out and defy the Lord's armies and threaten them and turn them. And as soon as he comes out and speaks, literally everybody, all the men at the forefront, at the war front, would go and hide in terrifying fear. So he saw a man threatening, you know, the Lord's armies and he saw the response of the Lord's armies literally crumbling in fear. One thing that we will see as we go on is that he had a different meaning. He had a different reaction to Goliath's taunts and threats. And at the same time, he was also not controlling the field. Remember, those are the field we're hearing Goliath every single day, morning and night. And so that persistent fear was settling in their hearts. But he came from outside. And so it's always quite interesting to see someone coming into a situation and having a different perspective on how to deal with the situation. It's always very interesting to see that because that happens quite often when people think out of the box. But this is a bit different because this is quite serious bravery for this. Now, obviously, because he was not there, he was not at the war front continually and not hearing these things. He wasn't as threatened, you know, he wasn't as frightened as all his brothers were that had sinked in, received the fear and dwelled on the fear. His reaction was quite different. What did he see Goliath as? He saw Goliath as a lion or a bear that he would fight and kill when the bear or the lion tries to take his sheep. And I, let me just touch a bit on, you know, his experience because that experience, that anchor testimony, that experience that he had with the bear and the lion is what, you know, gave him the bravery to go forth and kill Goliath. And so if you remember, and I discussed this yesterday as well, remember that as a shepherd, he was no ordinary shepherd, right? He was a shepherd that will kill bear and lion when they tried to take his sheep. And it's so interesting that the same way God had been showing him these miracles whereby God is able to, you know, save him from the paws of the lion and the bear when he goes and fights them, when he tries to take his sheep and kill them. It's the same way God had, you know, reached him to save Israel from the hands of Goliath. Because literally, Goliath could have devoured them the way a lion could have devoured David and, you know, anyone else that came around them that went to fight the lion or the bear. And so he was getting this experience, a very similar experience to the battle of um, David and Goliath, but obviously in a different scale. These were animals, and then this guy was a 10 feet giant, right? But in his eyes, he saw Goliath as that lion. He saw Goliath as that bear that ha has already been devoured because he had been doing that previously as a shepherd. And so his response to fear was bravery, because it's like, this guy is a lion that have devoured several times. This guy is the bear that have devoured several times and so he will be no different. Yes, he had done those things but if you read in verses um, 37, it says clearly because to David it was not a big deal because he had killed lion and bear but if you imagine a lion and bear as we are today fighting lion and bear with your hands and killing them, for me it's extraordinary, right? And it goes to say that David also, you know, attributed those successes to God delivering him from the paws of the land and the bear. As it says in verses 37, it says, The Lord who rescued me from the paw of the land and the paw of the bear will rescue me from the hands of this Philistine. So he knew it was not him doing it. He knew it was God. And he knew that since God had done it for him then, he would do it for him now. 
He's saying that I am not putting my faith in my own abilities or my stature or my physique because guess what? That was not going to work, right? Remember that when Saul tried to put his armor, you know, on David to go and fight the Philistines, right? Because the Philistines obviously had armors on him. He had like a coat of bronze. He had a bronze helmet. He was 10 feet, you know, tall, right? When Saul tried to put his own armor on David, Saul is going to look like a warrior. David could not even walk with it because it was so heavy. Which means that he had a physique close, anywhere close or similar to Goliath or any of the warriors in the space because he didn't have the capacity for this, the size for it. But what did he do? He had the heart for God, for Israel. And so he had the heart to obey what God was asking him to do. And so when God delivered the strategy into him, was able to actually take on that strategy and do what God has said. Like, who does five stones? And I mean, it sounds so ridiculous. But it's so interesting how God uses those that are very underestimated to shine his light. And so I say here that this is why David was bold. His bonus secret was because he was trusting God to deliver him the same way God had delivered him from the hands of the lion and the bear. And so I conclude saying many cases where we are faced with such terrifying situations, we are so scared. Our first reaction to fear is, is being scared. Is being, oh my God, what will happen? And we obviously project that fear in our minds. If we dwell on it, it means that we dwell and dwell and dwell on it, right? And I do not think David was not afraid. David was doing it afraid. But think about it. Obviously, he was afraid. But as I said before, you know, when I read them, you know, some Mandela's quote, right? That bravery is not the absence of fear. It's triumphing over it. Yes, we recognize that there's fear. But triumphing over that fear. Let's conquer that fear. And I'll give an example of myself. It was a couple of years, maybe eight, nine years ago. I went for a team of sites in South Africa. And I remember I got the name JD Brave and I explained to you why. So there was this small mountain or hill, right, we had to climb that was full of rocks. And it was not just rocks, it was smooth rocks. So it was a bit difficult to climb. And for some reason, I didn't get the memo. So I tried to bring, you know, the right shoes, the sneakers and the trainers to be able to climb itself. And even my clothes were not the right clothes for that time because it was quite cold. And I was wearing summer clothes and all those things. And I remember that one of the tasks was to climb that mountain. And I'm like... This is a lot, right? I felt in my heart that I could not do it, right? And I had my colleagues there with me. But something in me was like, you know, you can, you can do it. And I focused on triumphing and climbing that mountain instead of how large the mountain was. And so I know my colleagues seeing me going so fast. I'm wondering, Jula, how are you doing it? Oh, you are so bold. You are so brave. Well, yes, I was brave, but it didn't mean that I was not scared. Or I was not, you know, worried about falling because of the smooth mountain. It was because I was focused on triumphing over that mountain and not how large the mountain was, which is why I was able to climb it to an extent. At the point, I stopped, but then the progress I made was so significant that I was so impressed with myself, given that I wasn't wearing the right shoes and the right clothes for climbing. And so back to what I was saying, and I want to read Nelson Mandela's quote again. I learned that courage was not the sense of fear. And we all know what Nelson Mandela went through, you know, in trying to speak for, for Black Central Africa, right? So I read again. I learned that courage was not the absence of fear, but the triumph over it. The brave man is not he who does not feel afraid, but he who conquers that fear. Remember, we all feel fear. We all feel afraid. It is our reaction to that fear. We can either let the fear overcome us or we overcome the fear 
it's our choice. Let's choose to overcome the fear because we know that we have God that will do the impossible in those situations. So thank you for listening to me today. God bless you. I love you. Bye.